Well, hello, my friend. How are you doing? How are you doing? This is episode number 469, my friends. And I just want to say right now, I'm embarrassed. Um, <laughs> you'll hear why. And it's not the, the standard old guy thing. I'm not one of those old guys that hates everything new or everything new sucks. I'm not one of those guys because I like new music. I like new stuff. But the thing is, when it comes to electronics, which I'm, which I'm fine with, I'm very computer savvy. So I'll make sure my computers are up to snuff. But here's the thing. I tend to hold on to equipment until it falls apart, right? Like if I got a car right now, and well, I have an older car right now because I've held, held on to it forever. I don't get a new car just because new technology comes out. If my car still starts and I put the key in the ignition, yeah, I said key in the ignition. Yeah, shut up. I put the key in the ignition and the car starts. I'm just keeping the car. I don't need another car. Does it still run? Yes. Does it still do what I need it to do? Yes. Does it get me from point A to point B? Yes. Does the heat work? Yes. Does the air conditioning work? Yes. Do the windows work? Yes. Does the car still lock the doors? Yes. Can I open the doors for my key fob? Yes. Then I'm fine. I don't need a new car. But the problem is because technology changes so quickly. If you go a couple of years with the same car, five years with the same car, in some cases like me, seven or eight years or even 10 years with the same car, the technology changes so fast that what's driving around you looks like a spaceship in comparison to what you're driving. I remember the first time I got a car where it was a key fob and there was no key. Now, obviously, then those key fobs is like that emergency key that's in there. But you know what I'm talking about, like a standard hangout, the key type key. And I got in the car and I sat down. And I had my key in my pocket. And I took my key out and I'm going, oh, man. And for a couple seconds, I almost felt like the key had fallen off of the ring. But it hadn't fallen off of the ring because there was no key, just the emergency key inside the fob. And I'm glad nobody was around to see that because it's embarrassing, even though I just told a bunch of people in several countries. <laughs> Moving on. Shut up. Don't judge me. Back to the story. But I felt like a dope, right? I felt like a dope. I felt like a dope. But the thing is, when technology changes and you don't change with the technology, meaning you're using last year's version of something or five years version of something. Do you realize that I was in a car and it did not have navigation in the damn car? I had to use my phone. Think about that. Now, most some people are going, what's wrong with that? And those people would be old. <laughs> and some people are going, they make cars like that. And those people would be young. Right. And I'm telling you right now, you get in the car and it's just navigation sitting there. You don't have to do anything. You can leave your phone in your pocket. You can put your phone down on the chair next to you. You don't have to use your phone. And it's so cool to be able to do that when before you got to sit there. And if that little suction cup falls off your window, all of a sudden you got to hold your phone in your hand and hope you don't run somebody over when you look down to see which exit you're supposed to be taking because the GPS once you've been driving for a while, only tells you when you're 400 feet away from the exit. But when you're going 75 miles an hour, you might need a little more time than that. Because they're assuming that you can actually see the phone. But you can't because the suction cup broke. Well, here's another thing that was really, really embarrassing for me today. And I'm sure some of you can relate to this. You know, when it gets cold, if you live in a region of the country or the region of the world where there's big, giant variations in the temperature, one day it's 40, one day it's 70, then it's 30, then it's 75. You have to change the air in your tires a lot or at the very least check the air in your tires. 
but it costs like it costs two bucks to put air in the tires. You put two, you put the quarters in, you put your quarters in, and now after you put your eight quarters in, the machine starts going, and you got five minutes. And if you have to put a substantial amount of air in all four tires. You don't really think much about it. It's like, hey, man, I got five minutes of air. Not a problem. Five minutes of air. No problem. Even if you got to do three tires, five minutes of air. Well, you know, well, it is what it is. Two tires. Well, man, I can't believe I had to spend two bucks and th- 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 well, about a dollar a tire. OK, whatever. But what about you have one tire that you need to fill one singular tire and you need to put that air in the tire? But it's not a whole lot of air. What about it needs to be 32 PSI and you're already at 28 PSI or 27 PSI. And you realize it's going to be about 15, 20 seconds tops. And you just spent $2. Well, if it happens once, not a problem. But once again, if you live in a region where the air is 40 degrees one day or 30 degrees one day and 60 degrees the next day, then it's 70, then it's 20, then it's 30, and it bounces around like that. Oh, no, you have to keep checking the air on your tires. And all of a sudden, you got to keep going back to the air machine and you got to keep putting two bucks in the air machine. And that doesn't seem like much. But what about you got to do it 10, 15 times in a month? All of a sudden, it starts adding up. Oh, no. What if all of your tires get flat when you're in front of your house? You got to drive those almost flat tires to the nearest gas station. Oh, no. Right? What about you're way away from any gas station? You're on the side of the road, right? And something happens. Maybe some schmuck. Some kid decides, he, 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 I'm going to let some air out of this person's tires because I'm a little piece of crap. He, 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 and they do some crap like that because I've had that happen to people. I remember a friend of mine had his car out front, right? There were some neighborhood kids that were giving him a hard time. And I said, dude, just ignore the kids. I said, dude, I know you're in, they're annoying, but I said, dude, you got to ignore these kids. Don't give them a hard time. You do not want to do that. Man, this, I'm, no, I don't care, man. No S, man. No S. I got to deal with this, man. I'm getting tired of these kids. They're getting on my nerves. I went to talk to their parents. And he talked to their parents. And the parents were nice people, or at least they seemed like nice people, according to what he said, what he described. So his those kids got put on punishment. The kids who didn't like him to begin with. The kids that know where he lives. The kids who noticed that he did not replace the valve caps on his tires. I made that sound for a reason. Do you know why I said Because that's probably the sound that the kids heard as they slowly and methodically let the air out of all four of his tires. Nearest gas station, 10 minutes away. Temperature outside, 27 degrees. Level of anger, Super high. Level of me being feeling bad for him, super high. Level of me forcing myself not to laugh, even higher than that. (laughs) Right? Because I've had situations where I had kids that were really big pieces of crap. And I just, one kid was literally stepping on the hood of my car to climb on the tree in front of my house. Right? And I was like, I could go talk to this kid's parents, but I'm going to talk to the kid. 
I want to talk to the kid, but I'm not going to yell at the kid or be mean to the kid because the kid could go back, that guy right there yelled at me. And then all of a sudden I got to fight a whole family. I'm not dealing with that. And I said, hey, hey, man, be careful now. So they said, don't, he said, you're going to mess up the pain on the car. And more important than that, even though that would bother me, I don't want you to fall and hurt yourself. And I told him a story about a relative of mine. This didn't happen, by the way. A relative of mine, once again, this did not happen. A relative of mine had climbed up a tree and fell down hit the tree with their head, broke their arm, and fractured the side of their face. And I described the fracture, and I described the pain, and I talked about riding in an ambulance with the child, not knowing whether the child was going to live or die, and how bad I felt, and how I was so scared, and all. And once again, none of this happened. But the kid was riveted by the story. Really, Mr. S? The, the, you re-? I said, yeah. You got to be careful, because, I mean, think about it. If you fall down, I, don't, I mean, falling on the ground is bad enough, but if what about you hit this big metal car, and then hit the ground you'll fall on two things and you're a nice kid i don't want anything bad to happen to you thanks sir and i helped him out of the tree right and some other kids were going to go climbing in the tree and step on my car and he i could i could look across the uh, the street and i could see him and i could tell by his body man by the way he was moving his hands that he was literally tell, retelling the same story that i told he was actually doing a pretty good impression of me yeah, <laughs> only one problem, none of that crap happened, right? So they never came near my car or climbed my tree again. Did I lie to the little piece of crap? Yes, I did. Do I feel bad that I lied to the little piece of crap? Absolutely freaking not. Back to my friend with the four flat tires. Four flat tires, 27 degrees outside. Me holding back a laugh because I told him so. That was somebody calling my phone. I'm recording this away from my house. So if you hear any weird sounds, that's my phone going off. And I'm not editing that out because I got stuff to do. (laughs) Back to the story. So now he's sitting there and he's angry. Man, this sucks. Fortunately for him, fortunately for him, a guy was driving by in a tow truck. And the guy had an air compressor. It was like a flatbed truck. He had an air compressor in it. He waved him down. He was going to pay him money to tow the car. The guy goes, ah, you know what? Uh, what's this, this? You got flat tires? Hey, you got flat tires? Hey, yeah, I got flat tires. Hey, you, got, well, you got four flat tires. How you get four flat tires? Hey, what happened? Hey, hey, hey. Well, it's probably the neighborhood. Oh, the neighborhood kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah the kids. Yeah, the kids do stuff like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's how the guy sounded. Uh, but he was a nice guy, but he did sound like that. Okay, uh, you know what I'm going to do? Uh, you know what I'm going to do? Uh, how about that? Do what I'm going to put some air in this tire right here. And if, they, if it holds the air, then, 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 then you'll know that they, 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 uh, that, that they just uh, that they just let the air out of the tires. And then I'll, I'll just, I'll, just uh, I'll, I'll fill up all four tires, the tires for you. Fills up the first tire. <sighs> Didn't take long because he got a high-pressure air compressor. Took seconds. Held the air. Okay, let me go to this next one over here. Pulled the pulled the the, the the thing further back. Plugged up the back tire. Same thing. Held the air. The other one held it. Filled all four tires. Hey man, that was really nice. I really appreciate it. Let me give you some. Oh no, that's okay. That's okay. And you know, uh, that'll just be uh, my my good deed for the day. Okay. <laughs> okay. Shook his hands and he drove away. And in the back of my mind, I was thinking about that. I thought, what about if that was a if that's a thing that you got to deal with? You know, there's so certain circumstances where you have to deal with that kind of thing on a regular basis. And I thought, man, that would be really kind of a nightmare scenario. So what did I do? I go on Amazon and I order one of those air pumps, you know, the kind that has a battery in it. And also, you can not only does it work off of the battery, but it also goes in through. Uh, you can plug it into the 12 volt in your car, right? I get up early in the morning. I'm going... Uh, let me go out there and see if this thing works. I plug it up to my, and, and I check all four of my tires, all 
form because it was so cold outside. All four of them needed air and not a little bit of air, a pretty good amount of air. I could have driven to the gas station, but I did. I spent money on this damn pump, so I'm going to use it. Plug it up to the first tire and fills it up less than a minute. Second tire, 25, 30 seconds. Each tire took about 45, 30 to 45 seconds, and it cost me Nothing. I did not have to go to the gas station and plug up and have a bunch of cars behind me looking at me impatiently because I'm not filling up the air fast enough like I control how fast the air comes out of the machine. Or I don't have some guy who can't seem to figure out how to put a plug on top of his tire. How do you get a driver's license if you don't know how to put an air pump onto your tire, schmuck? I don't know. But as it turns out, as it turns out, I felt stupid when I got the thing because I realized how much money I was actually spending over the course of time for the same thing. Had I purchased this thing years ago, how much more money would be sitting in my pocket instead of those twos and twos and twos and twos that I was spending on a regular basis? This is not a new device. This is a common device. Many people had it earlier today. One of my uh, female cousins comes to visit me, right? And I see that she has low air in the tire. She goes, oh, yeah, I'm just going to get one of these air pumps out. She goes, I said, what? She goes, yeah, I've had this for years. She had one already. And I'm sitting there going, I am stupid. But the problem is, once again, I tend to hold on to things until they break down. I didn't really care about it. And one of the things I held on to it broke down, until it breaks down, is the simple fact that I have a gas station which was within, within five minutes of my house. And it's so convenient that I have to drive past it on the way out. And the convenience of that didn't even make me think about the fact that maybe, maybe I'd want to have something where I could put air in my own tires, where I didn't have to drive to the gas station and hope the thing wasn't broken, drive to the gas station and hope there's not a bunch of, you know, skeevy-looking dudes hanging around the outside of the gas station who are going to come over and ask me, a healthy, grown-ass man, if I need help filling a tire. And I'm looking at him like, get away from me. Right? Because I don't know whether or not you're genuinely trying to help, which I'm insulted that you think you need to help me, or you're just looking for an excuse to get close to me so you can attempt to rob me. And uh, I would rather not have that not happen. But it was, I felt stupid as I'm sitting there watching me, myself, effortlessly fill these tires on my car in front of my house in a couple of minutes, and I didn't have to have a bunch of quarters. So I have to remind myself, and maybe you feel the same way, sometimes, even if we think we're on the cutting edge of things, even if we think we're cool, even if we think we know what's going on, even if we think we're up with the times, I got news for you. There's probably an area where you are behind everybody. Wow, this is a great new song. And you realize that song came out five years ago. Hey, look at this new dance I learned. Yeah, it's a TikTok from 1971 because that's when TikTok was invented. (laughs) Bad information. (laughs) Shut up. Obviously, I'm just kidding. But what I'm saying is we have to make sure, I have to make sure, and I'm sure you have to make sure, make sure that you keep up on what's going on. And if you see a a way to make your your life more efficient, I should have automatically, after the first time I went and saw that it cost $2 for air, and I realized I only have to fill up one tire. I I don't want to keep doing this. If I do this 10 more times during the course of a month, I'm spending 20 bucks for air, right? That's stupid. Right? And so we have to make sure that we're efficient in many, many areas of our life. How can I improve? What can I do to make everything better? Is what I'm doing right now working? 
okay, it's working, but is there a way, is there a way to make this work better? And if we do that with everything, then everything gets better. Am I right? Of course I am. My friends, this episode is over. I want to thank you for coming back. Much love to you. Do me a favor, my friend. If you love this podcast, and you do, do me a favor. Go and rate and review this episode. Do me that favor, okay? Subscribe. Tell a friend to tell a friend and bring them back with you, my friend, okay? Cool. I will see you next time. Much love to you, my friends. Bye-bye.